It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here joining us. Uh, We actually have a very special guest in the passenger seat today. Friend of the show, Donna Hassan. Uh, Donna spelled Dana, but it's Donna. (laughs) She is an incredible chef. She is an influencer. She is Israeli, and I'm very lucky to call her a friend. Donna, what is up? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here right now. I'm, like, getting a little, like, the butterflies. But I'm literally so glad that we're doing this. This is so fun. I love having friends on. Yay. I know. I'm so excited. I'm also like so happy we met, which is like so random how we met. So I'm just. It was like. (laughs) Should we talk about how we met? Because it was like honestly really funny. Yeah. So. You guys remember I told you about the absolutely <laughs> cursed Dixie D'Amelio album launch event that I went to at the Puma store. It was the it was the episode called Tragedy at the Puma Flagship. Um, <laughs> it was like no, it was we were at this like absolutely tragic event, like tr- so, so tragic, no, like and actually tragic because if you remember, Dixie's like friend had just died, but we didn't know, and so she's on stage like performing, like sobbing. It's so awkward. Nobody knows what to do, and we're all standing like, "What do we do?" Um, <laughs> but I got there. I went with my friend Sarah, and uh, you know, I kind of said hi to some people that I know, and then there was this absolutely gorgeous girl just standing by herself and I was like why is nobody I was like why is nobody hanging out with her she seems cool uh and so then we started talking and yeah we got each other through that horrifying event yeah it was pretty intense I mean I just was like I got there I think at like eight or something and I had a dinner at nine so I thought she was gonna go on (laughs) and she's not coming on I was waiting for my friends so I was kind of like okay I'm not in the mood to socialize right now but then I saw you (laughs) And I was like kind of having like a girl crush moment because I've been following (laughs) your Twitter account for like years. And I was like, oh my God, like, how do I say hi? Like, I need to say hi. And and then we just like started talking. And I was like, wait, she's so cool. So nice. So down to earth, which we love to find those people around. We love to find find. normal down to earth influencers. Yeah. but it was, yeah, I forgot that you were, like, late for a dinner, and she was, like, 30 minutes late. And I didn't even and... see her perform. I was, like, wait, I came all the way oh, here, yeah. and I didn't wait, even you see left. <laughs> I was, like, can you please tell me how it is? Like, I was so sad. 
<laughs> Wait, so you actually, I forgot that you actually missed, I missed it. like the tragic part. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I you remember. Were just like, Why is it taking so long? Yeah, I remember texting you. I was like, okay, I have to go. Like, let me know how it is. And then as soon as I stepped out, you text me, guess what? She just went on. And I was like, oh, great. Sounds like right to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're lucky that you missed the scary part because it was really crazy uh it's the craziest thing i've ever seen uh but yeah and then we just like became friends yeah, from there and i'm so glad me too honestly I'm so glad so i want everyone to get to know you just a little little bit before we get into our little voicemails and stuff uh so i'm just gonna ask you three very quick questions um okay question number one what do you do so for a living yeah so <laughs> i'm a content creator i basically bake for a living which is kind of like a dream Sick. come true for me um, yeah. And I just create content of myself and my baking. I make just very glamorous desserts with edible glitter, which is like my favorite. I'm obsessed with glitter. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of what I do on day-to-day basis. <laughs> I feel like you're also like a fashion girly a little bit. I feel like I always see your TikToks and I'm like, she dresses so fashionably. Thank you. But I don't know if I would say I'm a fashion girly. I actually hang out <laughs> with them and I'm like, yeah, I, I just am not. Like I give them so much respect. Like the hustle <laughs> is real. I just like, I dress for myself. And so... Yeah. You know, very minimalist, like nothing crazy. But sure, I'll take a fashion girly compliment <laughs> any day. Throw those my way. Any day. Okay, so of all the content that you've made, what have you made? One thing that you are the proudest of? I think my donuts. It's so funny. Like that's actually how I like went viral, which is so random. But that was my first viral video. I made these like baked donuts, which I think people are just not familiar with. You know, it's always like fry donuts or just like, right. you know, OG donuts. And I think I kind of took on a different perspective of donuts and just desserts in general. Like I make them super like pretty aesthetic, sometimes pink. And yeah, I just like <laughs> love piping the donuts into the mold. It's so therapeutic and very proud. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that I would love to. By the way, if you ever just. Yeah. Um, You're just working on a recipe and you want to just like pop over here and bring me some. <laughs> like honestly say no more because I actually don't eat my own dessert, which is something I constantly get asked. They're like, what do you do? And I'm like, Ugh. I give it to my doorman. My friends come over. I give it to my friends. Like, you know, so whenever you want, please, <laughs> I would gladly bring them over. <laughs> Incredible. Um, okay. I will, I will take you up on that. Um, and our last little question here, who is your celebrity crush? Okay. So when people ask me, they're like, what's your type? I always say Nate Archibald. It has to be like <laughs> Nate Archibald from Gossip Girl era. Like that's just like what I envision. But lately, like physically or like, like physically, I don't know. I think that okay. the character is a little bit like, woo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but now lately I've been shifting towards Austin Butler. So, you know, mm. yeah. So you would say Austin Butler. He's so good looking. So he good really looking. is. Like truly. He's dated. Who's he dating? Kaya Gerber? Mm -hmm. Oh, and they're just the most beautiful yeah. couple. I'm like, great. <laughs> mm, okay. I'll just uh, <laughs> let myself out. <laughs> no, it's tough when your celebrity crush is dating someone who's like gorgeous because you're like, fuck, I can't take her. Yeah. Can't take her in a fight. Exactly. But wait, Tom Brady oh. is single at the same oh my time God. as us. Just saying. Just you are putting kidding. it out there. Just like putting it out there. Tom Brady. <laughs> He's like a hundred years he old. He also looks like a shark a little, but yeah. He does. But it's fine. <laughs> I mean, in theory, I think that could be fun. Just 
Oh, you th- okay. So Tom Brady, if you're listening to this, <laughs> dude, he definitely has like brain damage from all the football. Like, you're right. You're I think right. We never can mind. Do better. You're right. Austin Butler. We'll Plus, say. you would have to be a stepmom. You would have to be a stepmom. I'm out. Could you do it? No. No, you no, wouldn't no, be a stepmom. No, 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 no. For, not even for Tom Brady. No, I think I'm out. I think that was a that's a deal breaker. <laughs> Actually, like Loki, I've always thought I would be a really good stepmother. Like, just like, like, I don't know, like, I've always had this vibe about myself because I I nannied for so long. I was like, you can definitely love kids that are like, not like yours. And I'm like, okay, I could do it. Well, I used to have this fantasy. I'm scared. (laughs) Okay, I used to have this fantasy. (laughs) Where like, this was like, I was like, this is gonna be my future if like my career doesn't work out. So I'm scared. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to continue my career as a nanny, mm-hmm. right? I work a lot with babies. I worked with like newborns and like infants a lot when I was a nanny. So I would find a recently widowed man, uh, attractive, wealthy, you know, with a with a baby. And he's like, I don't know what to do with this baby. I need a nanny. So that's where I come in. Cute, <laughs> young, good with babies. So I come in and the wife died like tra- tragically, but it's okay. okay. Like, he's he's moving, you know, he's ready to move on mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like... He, he understands, you know, she would want him to be happy. Right. So I come in there and I'm like nannying the baby. And he's like, wow, she's so pretty. She's so good with my child. She could be it. And then I would like inherit a whole like family and a house and money and a baby. And like I wouldn't have to pop one out. I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like a great way. In, no, I that think. doesn't sound good. <laughs> we can take a walk on the Opera East side. You know, you never know where you're going right. to find. I'm sure there's one. Yeah. No, you're so right. You're so right. Okay, well, we'll make it happen. If I if dating doesn't work out, that backup plan. A backup plan. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um. Well, let's get into our little weekend update. Let's do it. What'd you do this weekend? Okay, so I've been in my rebranding going out era. I am just like mm-hmm. unstoppable. I've been going out at all times, but then in between, I also had a four hour lunch yesterday. Which was so interesting because I love those. Like, it's so funny. I'm a grandma. Like a long lunch. Yeah, like, I'm a grandma when it comes to that. Like, I love a long lunch. Like, give me, like, every course, every hour. Like, I'm there for it. <laughs> but then also at night, I'm like, oh, let's go out until, like, 7 a.m. I want to see the sunrise. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no, that's not grandma. I'm grandma. I go home at midnight. I'm like, what a long night it was. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, too, sometimes. But... You know, <laughs> we literally went for drinks on Thursday night and both of us yawning by 10 o'clock. We're like, we got to go I was home. like, so do you want to go out? And you're like, mm. and I was like, mm. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> wait, going home sounds amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say Thursdays are my absolute favorite night to go out in New York City. Like, I don't care. Friday, sure. Saturday is like, whatever. Thursday Ooh, it's like, ooh, it's Thursday. And then I have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, like it's truly like you can recover, you know, exactly. you have the time. Yeah. And there's something a little bit like, ooh, it's a school night. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, like I'm like, ooh, like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I'm a grown up. Yeah. Like <laughs> there is something about a Thursday I night. Uh, I'm like low-key, I don't know. I've been feeling evil lately. I don't know. The vibes <laughs> have just been like really weird. And I just like literally I cannot stop talking shit. And I know that it's like not good. Like I know. And I'm like not a person either who like normally does. Um, but lately I've been like, this is the most fun activity in the entire world. <laughs> like, Listen, you know, sometimes you need to like let things out and mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I think if you're gonna talk <laughs> shit, you might as well look good while you're doing it. 
And so that's so true. Yeah. It's like a yeah, I just feel like I'm feeling a little evil. Um, that's okay. But I'm I'm getting into something right now, which I think is really cool. Um, I don't know why I did this, but I like my friend bought me tarot cards. Wait, I love that. I'm like literally good at it. Like, I'm not kidding. I think I'm I'm low. Like, I will read. Should we do a reading right 100%. now? 100%. I'm scared, but yeah, let's do it. And I, I like have them right here in my little baggie. I'm scared. Okay, let's do past, present, future reading. Sure. So I draw three cards. One oh. represents your past. One represents your present. One represents your future. Sure little card asmr yeah you can't even see me but i'm like literally like red as a tomato sweating <laughs> right now i'm like oh my god what's what my do you future think i'm gonna, gonna tell you me? like you will die in 10 yeah. days like no yeah. <laughs> imagine that it's would be like horrible i'm like i'm not down not yet <laughs> not quite not quite not quite not, not right um, now. okay so give me like your energy through the okay. screen ready you know? Yeah, past, present, future. I'm giving Dom a little Hassan. dance. No, I love that. I love the little dance that you're giving. I think that that's really good. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Okay. I feel like everyone's going to be so impressed with me or be like, she's full of shit. Yeah, I'm shaking. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's one, two, three. Okay. Also, I like don't know what anything means. I have this little booklet that tells me. <laughs> I was going to say, how do we know? Do we have guidance? Is there's there, like a hundred like, cards. There are so many cards. <laughs> Okay, so your past is represented by the Four of Cups reversed. It's reversed when it's upside down. And let's see what that means. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four of Cups reversed, gratitude, clear-headed, taking opportunities. Okay, so in your past, you found an opportunity and you, like, really went for it. Um, you were very clear-headed about you, what you wanted and you went for it. Awesome. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah, that works. That fits in. <laughs> Right? Okay, and your present is the two of cups, like regular. Mm-hmm. A lot of cups here. And the two of cups means harmonious unions, partnership, mutual feelings of respect. Hmm. That's interesting. So presently, okay. I don't know, it seems like things are going pretty well for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm down for that. I'll take it. Okay. And do you feel like you have harmonious relationships in your life? I feel like always I'm, I'm, I pick my friends very carefully. Um, That's true. Yeah. So definitely I'll take it. <laughs> but now I'm scared for the future. future. Is, yeah, no, this is the scary one. Okay. So your future is represented by the two of swords. Looks like this. All right. I don't know what it means. Aww. Okay. Let's hope it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like crossed. I feel like this is the one that means like you're, you have like a, a decision to make or something. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So it means like stalemate, crossroads. It usually means like you have a decision to make coming up that like it's like going to be like a crossroads. Like it could go one way, it could go the other, but it's like a really important decision to make. Wait, I'm kind of down. I like a challenge. Um, Um, I'm also happy to pull another card if you are curious about what that challenge could possibly be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, let's see. What is the challenge? What is the question? What is the crossroads that we're facing? Okay, it is. Ooh. What is it? The queen the queen of cups. I'm sweating. Don't know what it means, Me but <laughs> this feels this feels like this a good feels one. Good. This feels like a good one. Right? Oh. Emotionally mature woman, romantic, empathetic. It seems like you're going to have a decision to make about your romantic life where you have to decide whether to, you know, Go, you know, with your own heart and, like, respect yourself, be emotionally mature, or do something else. Sorry, moment of silence. This is just pretty crazy. Um, wow. I know! 
Am I like? Am I a this witch? Actually, I think you are. I actually am a little bit like panicking. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I know. I'm like, all right. So thank you for having me. I'm gonna let myself out now. I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. No, I swear to God, I I literally think I'm a witch. Like I'm not. I'm wait. not joking. Like, oh my God, wait. <laughs> that was that weird. was weird. That was weird. Okay, I'm coming over and because, we're doing like, this like deeper. Right, 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 and then we'll figure out, you know, what we're gonna do yeah. with our right. Like, what am I supposed have a decision to make? Yeah, about. like, what's the decision? Like, what am I gonna do? Like, which which path am I gonna take? I mean, it could be anything, right? Wow, yeah, crazy. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I had like a boring weekend. I was like grumpy. Sometimes when I'm about to get my period, I'm I get in a mood where I'm like, if a single person talks to me when I'm out. Like you're I'm done. Gonna, I'm gonna freak out. Like I'm gonna go home. <laughs> like I felt so bad because I went to a birthday party with my friend Shelby, and I only knew the birthday girl. Okay, so I didn't know anyone there. And she's like a very like, and normally I am too, but she's like a very like social person. She like mm-hmm. meets new people. She networks. She's really good at that. I'm not super good at it. <laughs> um, but you know, I was there and I was like, I'm gonna go to this party, meet some people. There were like a bunch of cute guys there, sort of thing. Fun. That's always. But I was. I was so grumpy. You're like, <laughs> like no yeah, one come near me. She was like, why is nobody like, why, why is no one talking to us? And I'm literally like, oh, it's because I'm sitting here with an expression on my face <laughs> that says, if you walk over here, it will be a painful death. Like, Wait, that's so funny because me and my friends, we always go out. And like, I just have like this face when I go out where I'm like, if you come <laughs> near me, I'll slap you in the face. Like, I feel like that's just like the energy <laughs> I'm giving. But then as soon as you start talking to me, I'm like, hi. Oh my God. Like, thanks for like saying <laughs> hi or whatever. But we have made this thing where we're like okay we need to start smiling so i would literally go out and just be like hi hi just like smile but it works it literally works i I believe it and like come over and they're just like oh you look so beautiful tonight how are you and i'm like um i'm good thank you how are you I think there's a part of me, though, that's like, I don't want to, (laughs) like, I know that a bar is like somewhere where people meet people, Right. right? Like, that's like a normal thing. But there's a part of me that's like, I don't want you to like come up to me at a bar because it's like you're looking at me. Same thing with like dating apps sort of. It's like you're looking at me and all you're seeing is like the way that I look and like you don't know anything about me. Right. Like sometimes guys will come up and be like, can I get your number? I'm like, I could be a fucking psycho. <laughs> like I could be a murderer. Like you don't know. Like you True. just think I'm pretty. Like I could literally murder you. Like <laughs> True. This is all true. But also I think it's like an energy thing and I feel like Mm. I trust myself with energy around people. Like, mm, I did meet a few guys this weekend. <laughs> Forgot to mention. Oh. But I'm just kind of like, I'm very picky. So I'm like, okay, like, sure, you can take my number. You can text me. But then sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm over it. Like, I don't want to, want to entertain it. You know what I mean? But then sometimes I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go on a date with this guy and whatever. Why not? But I don't know. I, I oh, understand. Like, I understand. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, oh, I'm pretty. So you're like coming over, but also like get to know me a little more. Right. That's how I feel. But I, that's why sometimes I feel weird about dating apps because I'm like, I guess the only thing you're really seeing of somebody is like the way that they look and then like very carefully curated like answers to questions or like the information they want you to have. It's like, how do you know? That's so it's right. weird. I don't it know. It is weird. And honestly, it took me a long time to kind of like even get the hang of dating apps because I was just like, this is so shallow. Yeah. Like I'm literally just like scrolling and I'm like, oh, like this guy's name starts with a J. No, you know, like it's like <laughs> literally I would get in phases where I'm like, I judge the shit out of you. But then sometimes I'm like, you know what? Like 
like a date everyone deserves a drink that's my mindset i'm like everyone deserves a drink i always double book so i'm never like there for a long time and whatever if it's fun it's fun if it's not then peace. <laughs> honestly that's such like a good way to go about it because like anybody could be the person right you know especially it's like we both live in new york and dating in new york is like <sighs> It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a nightmare. These men are insane. Yeah. They're emotionally stunted. They have fucking issues. Like, I don't know what's wrong with these men. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like hard. It's weird because it's a city of a billion people, <laughs> but it's so hard to meet people. Well, here's the thing. First of all, the ratio in New York is so off. Like mm-hmm. the girls versus guys. Like there's like way too many girls. But I actually, <laughs> and I'll tell you after the name of the bar, but I found a bar where there's so many guys and not that many girls. So We'll, we'll keep that between us. But anyways, it's just hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I want to tell everyone. <laughs> I'm like, you want to tell everyone. I actually don't remember the name of it. I also don't want to expose oh, it because well. all the girls would go. That's true. That's true. That's true. We got to keep it we for ourselves. We got to keep it for ourselves for now. Um, <laughs> like, I'm a girl's girl, but let me go one time first. Yeah, exactly. We'll, <laughs> we'll share it eventually. Um, but anyways, I think the problem in New York, it is that it's like the fear of better option. Like, it's always, you're always yeah. like, I remember like, just going to Trader Joe's, right? And I'm like talking to a guy that I like, and then I see the hottest guy at Trader Joe's, and my whole life is kind of like, but what do I do now? You know, like it's kind of like, yeah, what's well, my decision? So it's, I mean, it's hard, and I think obviously the fact that there's more girls than guys makes it a bit harder. Um, I mean, you are literally surrounded by people at all times, so I think you're right yeah. where there's that like fear of a better option. But I do think that's that's sort of like dating, at like in our world right now like I feel like because of like dating apps and social media like it's really easy to be like there's so many fish in the sea Mm -hmm. and that is a good thing yeah but I think sometimes you can get like that like um choice fatigue like decision fatigue you're like I don't know what to do there's like a hundred people I don't need to settle down I don't need to whatever um so I feel like you need to be really clear when you're dating anywhere but particularly for us like in New York like really clear about what you want from the fucking first second you sit down because otherwise and even if you do you might get your fucking time wasted that happened to me but yeah um, it's better to like at least be like i'm looking for a relationship so don't so, <laughs> so don't if you're not, break my okay. heart well but the thing no, is it's, like, it's okay if you're not but like i am right but the thing is for me it's like i don't know what i'm looking for so sometimes i go on a date and i'm kind of like wait this was fun like i'm down to see you again and then after third date i'm like actually i never want to see you again you know i think it's kind <laughs> of like the fine line and also i don't know if you believe in like love at first sight but i kind of i kind of do so i like am a very hopeless romantic but also i don't Me know too. if i do believe in love at first sight because i take so mm. long to like really truly open up like it really takes me like a weird amount of time and so i don't know it takes time like you also want to be comfortable with a person and so um, i don't know but dating in new york is a 10 out of 10 experience <laughs> would recommend to everybody involved yeah no yeah like i had my friend zach on the pod um a couple episodes ago and he like said something like someone who's like a good guy deserves a second date mm-hmm. you know like if it's not like a 100 oh my god i'm obsessed with you after a first date like it doesn't mean that it couldn't like develop right. like you don't need to feel it the whole thing like love babies marriage <laughs> like from the first from the first date like it can just be like oh like this person was fun to hang out with and they seem cool. Right. I'm. Let's see what goes. But it is hard. It's like hard to meet people because it's such like a busy, weirdly like lonely city. Totally. Like, like so many people and yet it's so hard to meet people. So um, 
Yeah, it's not. I'm not having fun. <laughs> you see, but I am like low key having fun right now. No, you are though. I feel like you're in the right. You're in like the best mindset. I'm trying. I'm working on it. I feel like it's kind of just like going with the flow, not expecting anything, which I think is so important. It's all about expectations, but then also mm-hmm. know that shit might go down along the way and not will yeah. go as you would like, and that's okay. You know, like. It's kind of like a learning yeah. experience, I think, until you find your person. It is, and like, yeah, and like my therapist always says, like, you have to be willing to get hurt to find someone good, right. you know? Totally, yeah, and I think it's like also like sometimes you have to like fight for certain things and like really try with a person, even if it's hard, but if not, then peace out, bye, good. You, you ever had like a, you or anybody you know have like an absolute New York City dating horror story? Oh my God, Definitely. I feel like I hear those all the freaking time too. (laughs) And I'm just like, um, are these people okay? Like, (laughs) like what's going on? You know, like it's, it's really bad. No, it's the horror story. The thing that I think of the most that is like my most like horror movie thing is like, there's this guy I went on a couple dates with. I just like, didn't, I don't know. It was a kind of a messy situation. And he like clearly really liked me. And I was like, not that into it. And I kept sort of like ghosting him. And be- I was like being an asshole. Like, to I be love fair, it. Like, I was absolutely being an asshole. But I was also 23. And, it's okay. Like in a different place in my life. But like, <laughs> I was being like such a dick to this person. And now like things ended poorly, like badly. And I see him everywhere no i mean i see him like once a month like that doesn't happen. i don't know like no like this is a huge city like i never run into people ever i see this man oh my god <laughs> i see this man <laughs> everywhere like i go to a restaurant i sit down he's like leaving i like go to a bar there he is i like go to a fucking fitness class at like equinox and he's like at the gym i'm like fuck do you think it's karma <laughs> for ghosting him it has to be karma it like literally is like karma being like Oh, you ghosted this person too bad. You have to see him everywhere you go. Oh my god. I mean, listen, we've all ghosted people. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. But also being ghosted is probably like it's when you're like, "Oh, I should never ghost anyone ever." And yet, and yet I still do it. It's fine. Like, it's kind of like Can I be honest? Like I'm like not anti-ghosting like to a certain point. Like there are definitely people you owe an explanation to, right? Like right. if you've been on like a certain amount of dates or you've been seeing each other a certain amount of time. Totally. Whatever. But if it's just like someone you went on like one date with no. and it like wasn't a spark. No. Whatever. Like, I'm sorry. People who are like, we went on a date and she ghosted me. One day. One day. Honestly, it was probably <laughs> mutual too. Like, no. Yeah. Like, y- yeah. I like it. I'm not like anti-ghosting. Yeah. I'm not pro. Right, but right. I I can be pro. (laughs) Well, I do agree. There are some situations. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. There's like a fine line where it's like, sure, if you've seen each other for a while, like, have a conversation. Like, don't be an asshole. Be an adult. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, first, like, even second dates, like, yeah, please. What am I going to go home and cry about it? Like, no. You know. (laughs) Imagine I'm like, oh my, we don't even know this person. Like, like, what's his last name? Literally, is he even saved in my phone yet? Oh, no, no, no. That's, <laughs> by the way, that's like a number one rule in my book. I will not save your Me number too. until, honestly, like fourth, fifth date. And like, even then it's like. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like jinxing it. Like, I will not save your number in my phone until I'm like, 
okay right like, i'm ready to like be like okay i'm into this yeah. you know like if i'm not sure yet you're not getting saved <laughs> i agree like, it's just i agree that's what it is but that's okay but then there's the problem where they text you and a number pops up and you're like who is that who is that but luckily nowadays nowadays it says maybe, maybe this person <laughs> And then I'm like, so you never who have is to Jason? Save it. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> like, oh, the fuck. And then I see, like, says it. Jason, and then the name of the bar, and I'm like, oh, who? Um, when? What? Oh, what, did, what did I look like? What was I wearing? Like, when did this happen? Or I'll just scroll up in the text, you know, and be like, I didn't answer him. Oh, okay. Why? <laughs> Why did I not? What was wrong with this person? Yeah, like wow. months later. You're like in a good spot. I feel like you're like going on dates and like being fun. And I'm like literally in my hermit era of like, <laughs> I just can't. I'm like, my heart was broken so bad. I literally am like, I I, I feel I, this. No, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I literally don't think I can do it for a minute. Like genuinely for a minute. I know. I feel that. Everyone. I do. I really. And by the way, by the way, like. I had a tweet where I was like, oh, every time I see this guy, um, I tell him how Taylor Swift is doing or something like that. And people were like, I thought you said you weren't dating until 2023. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, it's a friend. I just said it vaguely so that if fucking shrimp cocktail man sees it, he'll think I'm dating, which I'm not. But <laughs> Well, we should set up a double date and hopefully we really should. that will be like a fun way for you to like get back in the game. Because I feel like it's like hard to like get back into dating after not dating for a while, you know? So yeah. I can help you ease into it. I would appreciate that. Okay, done. <laughs> okay. Um, we got a lot of fun things to cover with our good friend Donna here. So we got three voicemails that I think are funny. Um, okay, so one is help. <laughs> Guys keep asking me to have threesomes. What do I do? <laughs> the other one is help. I'm a relationship girly stuck in a hookup culture. How do I not feel bad that all my friends are hooking up with people and I'm not? Um, and then the last one is, is it weird that I caught my boyfriend watching porn? So if that sounds fun, fresh, flirty, fantastic, fabulous to you, keep on listening. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel... Like, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where 
there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Okay, let's get into our very first voicemail. Hi, Ellie. So happy to be dropping in your voicemail box. I've been listening to your podcast since way back, and now I'm you know, an adult. Anyway, um, I just have an interesting scenario that keeps happening to me. I'm also dating in New York City, you know, the struggle, but um, I feel like every dude that I start talking to that, you know, I end up sleeping with, whatever, even if I form some sort of connection, like the past three times, men have been, you know, bringing up whether I'm willing to do a threesome down the road. And the sexist part is that always they're expecting it to be with two women. And I've never done a threesome. So I just don't know how to approach this. Should I fully go on the rant that I've been going on? Should I just kind of be like, eh, not my thing? I'm not, like, fully opposed, but it's also like, why does this keep happening to me? Appreciate all of your help. If anyone else has ever been in this scenario, thank you so much, and good night. Oh my god! I need to. I I feel like I want to like meet you in person because I need to know what energy is giving threesome energy. Me too. Because low key, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's an insult. Like I think it has to be a compliment. No, it's totally a compliment. But I do think it has to do with energy. I'm such a big like energy person. And again, when I meet guys, I'm so closed off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like definitely not giving that vibe for sure. <laughs> But maybe, I mean, maybe she's just so outgoing, which is actually a, yeah, great, a great thing, thing, especially with guys. So 
No, I think I would no, I would be offended. I I think especially for if you're a straight woman and you're dating straight men, like for straight men, a threesome is like a fantasy thing, like for sure, like mm-hmm. a oh that's so hot. Like so, if he's thinking of you and this like fantasy, I feel like that's a compliment in a weird way. Totally. Like obviously, like you yeah. don't want to be like objectified, but there is something a little bit flattering about it because I don't think any guy would ever look at me and be like threesome because I seem like I'm like. <laughs> I, I like I don't seem like I'm like a fun <laughs> I do not think I seem like someone who would be like fun to have in a threesome like I'm way too like neurotic <laughs> and I would be jealous too like I'm crazy like I couldn't do it I could do it if it was two guys it wouldn't work for me either I could do it if it was two yeah. guys if it was two girls I'd be like two guys, is yeah. she prettier than me <laughs> like, I couldn't do it Agreed. <laughs> you know what? I could maybe do it if I was like the third. Like if they were a relationship and I was sort of the, the odd one. Like I didn't know either of them and I was just kind of there. I could do that. But if it was like me and my boyfriend and another girl, oh, I would cry myself to sleep. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that's like... valid. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like you don't sound like a po- You said you're not like opposed to it. I mean, I think it's maybe worth exploring like it's kind of yeah a fun you're thing young to, like, yeah it's a fun thing to kind of say even that you've done like get, you fun know, fact. I, I don't know I kind of believe like if it's if it won't like hurt you or someone else and like you feel comfortable and safe like why not try it like why not try everything right. but obviously don't do it if you feel like you're pressured into doing it um especially when it comes to like uh, trying out new things in the bedroom like it you ha- mm-hmm. there has to be so such clear consent on that because otherwise you get in a situation yeah. where you're like I'm uncomfortable yeah I don't like you, this. No. but I also I think it's like the guys like maybe think of mm. which guys are you talking to or entertaining <laughs> you know I don't know but no I don't want to like blame you but like guys are weird like maybe no guys are weird yeah so I would just like kind of like rethink on like who I'm talking to and if they're too similar, then maybe shift into mm. trying new, like, mm, Yeah, you maybe know. we, like, go for someone who's the opposite or something. Right. Or maybe yeah. we do, like, a, a manifest thing. Like, you look in the mirror and you're like, I am not a threesome girly. And just say it, like, a hundred times. Like, write it down. Unless you want to do mean it. it. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, seriously, unless you want to do it. Like, again, I really don't think it's, like, an insult. Maybe it doesn't feel super good to be, like, objectified. And I, I really get that if that's how, how it makes mm-hmm. you feel. Because I think... I can understand feeling that way. Like, I hate that feeling of being like, oh, I'm just like a body. I'm just like a hole or whatever. Right. But it could just be that you're like real freaky. and Like, you're fun <laughs> and outgoing and open-minded. And they're like, let's do this more with right. more people. <laughs> totally. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't take it as like an insult. But I do think there is like a soul-searching aspect. Like, if you want to do it, then like, you don't need to change anything about what you're doing. And also like... You can always just say no, but um, yeah. if you're not open to it, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's funny that, you know, it's like the, um, frick, what's the show? Oh, it's like the Phineas and Ferb thing that <laughs> Dr. Doofenshmirtz says. He's like, if I had a nickel for every time this happened, I'd have two nickels, which isn't very much, but it's weird it happened twice, right? <laughs> um, like, that's the thing. We've never heard of that is. before. Oh, it makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's weird. It's it. happened twice. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's like kind of a funny thing that this keeps happening to you. But you know what I also believe, which is going to make me sound what? crazy, but I feel like when things keep coming up in your life, like from different people and from random places, 
sometimes it's just a sign from the universe that like the universe really you wants you it. to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you should consider. <laughs> like that could be your calling. Right. You could be the, the threesome queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and if you do it, let me know how it goes. Like, I'm curious. You know, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I do need to know. I, yeah, I've never I've never done, like, a proper threesome, you know? Like, I've done a thing where, like, you're hooking, you're hooking up with someone in the same room as someone else, but that's just, like, college. Right. Yeah, um, just college. <laughs> unfortunately, that is just college. Mom um, and dad, if you're listening, please don't. No, I never did that. <laughs> 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 but the, no, I've never done a threesome. I, I had a friend no, going in college. I never who did a threesome with like her best friend. And I remember being like, I oh don't God. think I could ever, I do not think I could ever look at my friend again. Uh uh-uh. And not no. even in like a, in, not even like a prude way. It's just like, that's my friend. Like, that's weird. Like, yeah, that's ah, weird. Yeah. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. There are things about my friends. I love them very much, but I don't need to know. You know, like there are some things. I'm good, actually. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you for saving that information away from me. Like, I can, you know, you can tell me about it. I don't need to see it, you know? Yeah. That, that's yeah. just me. That's just me. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm with um, you. But yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep us posted. Yeah. Depending on what you want to do, I don't know. It has to be like an energy shift thing. It has to be like, do not touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Stay away from Bye. me. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. I'm such like a let's hang out forever kind of person. <laughs> I'm like first date, so 30 minutes and I'm out. That's so admirable because I'm literally like, if I like you on a first date, we're hanging out for six hours. Like I'm like, <laughs> it's gonna be 2 a.m. and we're gonna be like, I can't believe we spent six hours together. And I'll be like, I know. And now you're in love with me. <laughs> That's so funny. I see it more as like, if I had such a good time, then I want to crave more. And if I give all the more on the first time, then I'm not going to crave more. So I'm kind of like, it's more for myself than for them. Like, I don't really care. It's like, no, and I 100% okay, like- think that's the better approach. Um, <laughs> but I am such like a, I don't know, like I'm the kind of person that if something feels good, I just want to do it a hundred times. Like I right. can't stop. Like I have no willpower and no like impulse control. I'm like, I just want to do this forever. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. I mean, I feel like I definitely get like that in certain situations, but I think, I mean, again, there's no rules with dating too, which I keep on telling my friends. Like, it's truly like case by case, you never know. But at the same time, I do think that the mysterious and, you know, kind of like not knowing something about someone and then Mm. slowly getting to know them and, you know, slowly kind of taking things into like the next step is to me. And that's how I am. But I'm like, ooh, like, Oh, I'm excited. Like, what's next? You know, and I agree with that because honestly, sometimes I'll go on these like super intense first dates, and then like we'll be you know seeing each other for longer. And I know that on the first date they told me something, and I just don't fucking remember it because it was right. one night. Like, I don't remember. I'm like, you you told me how many siblings you have, and it's rude of me that I don't remember. But you know, like you told me a lot of information. We talked about a lot remember. of things. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember your grandma's name. What? Yeah, sorry. I don't even know why I asked you that. <laughs> so I think your approach is probably a little better than mine, but whatever. Uh, whatever. I, everybody to their own. And, you know, exactly. if, and if we're having threesomes, we're having threesomes. Okay. <laughs> um, let's, let's move into our next voicemail.
Okay, what's up? Let's play our next voicemail. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Ellie. These are two people calling in. Hey. We're juniors at an SEC school, mm-hmm. and it's very much hookup culture, but we don't like hookup culture. Yeah. And we're relationship girls, but in the three years that we've been here, <laughs> we haven't met one guy like either of us that we would be interested in even yeah. dating. Like everyone wants you for like a hookup and that's yeah. it. Or and like no guys have shown romantic interest in me. Like the three years I've been here, no one has even tried to like Go ask me out on a date or like compliment me without the intention. <laughs> no one's kissed me sober in years. <laughs> so what do we do if we're and how do you not feel bad about yourself? How do you deal with it mentally? No one wants to date you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you but and appreciate it. Since we don't want to just do hookups. Yeah, that's not my vibe. And that's what all of our friends are saying. Oh, yeah, that too. How do you not <laughs> feel bad about it if all your friends are hooking up with people? Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Um, that first of so all, that was cute. really cute. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Um, I love that we're tag teaming yeah. it. Dude, <laughs> I totally know what you mean i think college is so tough because there is this like very pervasive hookup culture um and obviously no one has to do anything they don't want to do but like when everybody around you is doing something it's really hard um to be a person who doesn't do that thing you know Mm -hmm. yeah and i also think just college men in general are it's almost like a stigma so i'm from israel and like i can tell you that from the side like thinking about college and like the sorority and frats and all that it's very much like oh obviously everyone is just like hooking up with everyone you know no one is really dating I mean obviously there's like the stories of like oh like they dated in college which is like so cute and good for you like when I was in college I knew like two people who had a boyfriend like (laughs) just like right actually same I don't think that many people in my school had boyfriends so much during college but my point is, is that I feel like it's constantly like you're like, ooh, like who is hooking up with who tonight? And it's like very much like a conversation that I remember having with my friends all the time. Um, I think just maybe if you're in a college town, maybe you can expand to older. Oh. I think older like guys are a little immature in college and want to just have fun. So I agree I with I mean, sure. I don't know about going older especially in college like I feel like I have like a rule like if you are under 25 do not date anybody above 25 like if you're like if you're in college just like stay in college like just like okay fine because like people can be like weird like I don't want you to get in a situation where you're with somebody weird but I understand that it's like a tough thing if every single person only wants to hook up and like that's not what you want like what do you do it's like two parts that are not like fitting together um But college is also just kind of like that. Like, it's not a reflection on you. It doesn't mean that you are inherently undateable, unlovable, um, unwantable. Like, that's just not true. Like, that's 100% not true. Uh, It's just that the people around you are not looking for what you're looking for. And honestly, it's a blessing that nobody is pursuing you because you don't know that they would have good intentions if they were. Uh, Just like, I... It's just, it's hard. I'm like in a phase right now too where like, and when I was in college, I, I really did the hookup culture thing. Like I really did. Um, And it was fun and it also wasn't. Like it was fun and then it felt like shit. Like it was good and then it was horrible. Like 
it didn't mm-hmm. make me feel good about myself the way that I, I thought it was supposed to. Like there was this movement, I feel like, especially when I was in college, like that had just sort of started where it was like, it's empowering as a woman to like hook up with whoever you want. It's empowering as a woman to like go through a slot phase or whatever. And it is for some women, absolutely yeah. it is. And I, but I was like, this is, this is going to make me feel good if I feel like I have control over what I'm doing. But the problem was, even if I felt like I had control over what I was doing, the guys I was doing that with were not respecting me. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. treating me, you know, nicely. Like, it just made me feel bad, but I didn't know what else to do because I didn't think any, like, no one was asking anyone on dates, like, you know? So the right. the, the, the sort of, um, the solution, or sorry, the only, like, options were, like, engage in this thing that kind of makes me unhappy or be celibate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all, it's hard and like I commend you guys for being like we're not into hookup culture so we're like not doing it yeah. like good for you because I good for you I was like so weak I was like I guess I'll just fucking <laughs> hook up with someone and then cry about it you know like it's good that you're like sticking to your guns because it's really hard it really is but like yeah you know what you want and what you don't want there's nothing wrong with yeah. that it doesn't I think that's important it's really actually. important it's really mature too yeah. to like know that that's not what you want um right but I do think there's an aspect of just understanding that college is it's a bubble and it is what it is and there's a good shot that you're not gonna like meet the love of your life when you're in college you know you're not gonna date I mean you go to an SEC school and I do think there is kind of a culture at these SEC schools of like ring by spring you know MRS degree like getting married like I could be wrong about that obviously Mm -hmm. that's like a stereotype but like more of a culture of getting married young more of a culture of finding someone in college but People get are getting married older. People are meeting people True. older, like throughout across the country. Like not even just like obviously in New York City, people get married at like forty. Like yeah. nobody gets oh. married young. <laughs> like I, no. I have a friend who's getting married right now. I've talked about her. She's like she's my age. She's twenty six, and, and we're both like she's a child bride. Like we both think she's like a child bride. <laughs> um, but people are getting getting married older and meeting people older. So I wouldn't like worry. You're not like wasting away you're not like not gonna find someone just because college might not be a time that you're dating like it's gonna be okay and maybe there are other sort of middle ground options like you don't want to do like hookup culture you don't want to like hook up with random guys all the time with no connection but what if we did like a exclusive hookup yeah like we're hooking up it doesn't have to be like a relationship if that's you know not what we're we're not compatible in that way or like whatever but we're only hooking up with each other so there is an aspect of like security and safety and it's not the same kind of um like going out every weekend meeting somebody new you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i know i still stand by my older decision (laughs) (laughs) i still think that i mean listen some girls and i feel like i am that girl where it's like I'm so much more mature for my age. Of and course. I think that there's every certain girl things... is more mature than every boy. Like that is just right. Oh, 100%. So sometimes it's like, okay, to like, see what what else is out there, you know, but also college is like, yeah, it's like, like the fun time, like, you're you want to date that, like, you know, you're 2021, yeah, 20, like, have, yeah. you know, try to have fun with it, I guess. Um, maybe 2021, 20, you could date a little older. I was, if you were like 18, 19, I'd be like, do not fucking talk to anybody. No. no. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just want to no, protect you guys. No, but I think older, now. like a year or two. Nothing like too crazy. Yeah, maybe like but one year post grad, two years post grad. Yeah, thing. or even like a senior. You know, like if you're a freshman. Maybe still a little weird, but yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, but I think just like expanding, also like meeting new friends. I don't know. My school was small, so for me, it was like yeah. what I see is what I get. 
But I mean, if the school is a little bigger, maybe you can like make new friends, find new circles, like meet new people, try yeah. doing more like things. Because it could maybe just be like your circle is like that. If, like if you're right. in a fraternity, if you're in like a sorority, oh if you're in a sorority, like I was in a sorority, so I understand like it was very much Me like too. a hookup culture. But then people I knew who were like GDIs and stuff, like they were in relationships because they were fucking normal, right. not psychotic like the people in Greek life were. Like, um, oh yeah. So maybe like oh, meeting yeah. people in your major classes, uh, or you know, it, outside of it, like if you have a job or something like that, like meeting someone there. But I just yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't like. T- I wouldn't take it to heart. Like I wouldn't think like, oh, there's something wrong with me because everybody else has someone and I don't. They're doing something different than you, you know, like you want something specific. You want something different. And that's uh, incredible like that, you know, that and you're pursuing that, like stick to your guns, stick to who you are, stick to what you want, because like in the long run, that serves you better than trying to pretend you like something that you really don't. Agreed. So yeah, and just hang in there. Have fun. Yeah. Like, honestly, hooking up, it's great. But also, there's so much more to college, I feel like, too. Like, so, so I feel like not just focusing on that. And also, like, don't feel discouraged if your friends are doing one thing and you want to do another. Like, yeah. I think that's society makes it so hard. that we're just like, oh, everyone's doing this. So like, I need to do this. And like, you don't have to. And also dating is not the thing that's going to define you in your life. Like as Miss no. Taylor Swift has said, in your life, <laughs> you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team. Like your life is more, is more than just dating. And I, I really am not saying that to be like, I don't know. Like I'm not trying to be like, I'm better than you because I know this. I literally am just telling you because when <laughs> I was in college, it was so like – everything was about guys like everything was about Mm -hmm. pursuing guys meeting guys talking to guys and it's like in retrospect oh my god who gives a fuck about guys who cares what they're doing like i'm gonna be i i'm gonna become me i'm gonna have fun with my friends i'm gonna not focus on that and you know what the kind of secret is when you focus on yourself more and you stop caring about guys and you're like whatever they can do whatever they want sometimes that's when you meet somebody yeah because you're giving that energy off of like i don't need you you know Mm-hmm. So exactly, you know, it works like a charm. Just hang in there. College does not last forever, um, and just being young is is tough. Being young is hard, mm-hmm. guys. People people like are weird about dating when you're young. You know, like <laughs> you're yeah, you're, oh yeah, you're gonna be fine. You just gotta make it through these kind of tough years. I agree. Uh, and it doesn't really get easier. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, it just gets worse. No. <laughs> true <laughs> but it also it's gets better <laughs> it also gets better you're gonna have better sex more fun meet better guys it'll be great all right oh yeah you got this okay <laughs> let's get into our very last voicemail Okay, this last voicemail I feel like is so relatable uh, and I just feel like it's worth a conversation. I don't know that I have like a full answer, but I want to hear what you think. I'll talk about it and then I want to hear what you guys think. So let me play it. Hi, Ellie. Um, This is Tara. Uh, I just figured I would try calling this number after having like a hot mental breakdown, Um, you know, the snotting and all that. Um, I was just wondering what your opinion on porn in a relationship is. Um, I just woke up at like one in the morning to go out to the living room and my boyfriend um, was watching porn while I was asleep in the other room and I already have issues with it with self-esteem 
Um, but this just seems like a slap in the face. So I just wanted to know your opinion. Thanks. Love the podcast. Bye. Okay. Um, first of all, like, I'm sorry, like that, that made you feel bad. Like, I am sorry that that made, that, that made you feel bad. Um, I have like mixed thoughts on this sort of generally, because I think it's like, I don't think porn, like watching porn in a relationship is like a bad thing necessarily. Like, yeah, it wouldn't like bother me necessarily if I knew my boyfriend was watching porn, because I think masturbation is very different. Like, it's like, I think it's very different. Like, I, I think it's more of like a I don't know. It's it's like taking a shit. I don't know. It's like a very different thing. It's like a bodily function. You know, it's like not the same thing as like desire or like wanting yeah. you. Like watching porn is not the same thing as like wanting to hook up with your beautiful totally. girlfriend. You know, like it's it's a different thing. It's not like he's looking at these girls and being like, that's actually what I want. It's like, I, I just think it's a different thing because like for me, I'm not watching porn right. for like, oh, that guy's so hot. Like, I'm, you know, like I'm watching it because I'm like, I got to get this done. You know, like, you know what I mean? Um, but I but I also understand. But I also totally understand like that waking up in the middle of the night, walking outside and seeing that would be really jarring. Yeah. Because it would feel like, what, am, what, did it do something wrong or like? Right. Yeah. yeah, I would. Well, OK, I'm a big like conversation person I think when there's like a problem or like something that bothers you it's important to talk it out so I would just say because to me the first thing I was thinking when I was listening is wait but why didn't he wake you up so I think maybe bringing them like bringing that up to him and saying like hey like you can wake me up like I'm down I mean if you are of course but yeah I think it's like just give that option that you are down like just wake me up I'm right here because I do think it's bizarre a little that you're right it's weird there. Too, and that you're like it. right there. But also, yeah. like, who knows? Like, I don't want to give him, like, I'm giving him, like, the benefit of the doubt here that maybe he was like, she's sleeping so peacefully and I have this weird boner. I don't know what to do with it. Like, you know, like, if there's a, a high chance that it really was just like a weird moment captured. Right. And it's not like every time you fall asleep, he's waking up and going into the living room and, like, jerking yeah. off. Like, if he well, is, think- like, yeah, if that's a often, conversation okay. to have. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's but a one off. No, and I also I, I just want to like be very clear that like I understand like having like self esteem issues and that kind of thing, but like it it's not a reflection on you. It does not mean he's not attracted to you or doesn't want you. It's just it was a weird. I think it was like a weird moment captured. Um, have you guys talked about it? Like, have you um, discussed what happened? Like, that's obviously a good thing to talk about. Um, also, like. Maybe there is something that he's really into in pornography and he feels like embarrassed talking about it. Like, right, to bring it up. I, porn can be a, <laughs> this is, I feel so weird talking about this, but um, it can be like a good jumping off place sometimes of like if you watch it like together, together to be like, yeah. oh, like would you ever want to try that? Or is that mm-hmm. something you're interested in? It's like a good way to start a conversation because you have like a reference point. So right. maybe he's like into something weird and he doesn't want you to know because like he respects you and doesn't want to pee on you or something. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> give people, people have weird it's true, shit. though. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I mean, maybe he like really wants to try something new and he feels like he can only watch it right now. So maybe, again, mm. I think it's a great conversation starter and kind of like, okay, like should we try new things? Should we do more? Should we like go to the sex store and like buy new things like I think if anything it's a great yeah. way to kind of like evolve your sex life and you know make yeah, it better like deepen it. yeah make the connection yeah. deeper 
because um, anytime you talk about your sex life, it's going to make it better. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you talk about what you like, anytime you talk about what you don't like or, totally. you know, oh, that time was really good when we did this thing. I loved that. We should try that again. Or what if we tried it like this? Like anytime you talk about it, it's going to get better. So I do think instead of thinking of this as like a, oh, my God, like I'm I'm crushed. Like this is the end of the world, which I also understand that response. It's a very totally, valid response, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but instead of like just try to like shift your thinking and be like, this could be a really good jumping off point for our relationship to like evolve into something more intimate and like more vulnerable and like you know and that's that's a good thing yeah I agree I think you know just sex in general I feel like can be like so like either like so fun and like whatever but also so not so I think you have to really communicate what you want and also maybe he wants to again like try something new with you but he's scared to bring it up so I would think with yourself what you want to do and if there are things you're willing to try and you know, have fun and with it, it. And it doesn't mean that he's like, oh, she's not enough. No. Like, that's not what it is. Honestly, like, I'm a, I think I'm like alone in this opinion because I've said this to my friends and they're like, I disagree Let's with hear. you. But like, when guys I'm dating, okay. I'm when guys I'm dating are like, oh, I'm like jerking off right now to like a picture you sent me or like I'm looking at porn, but I have like your face pulled up next to it or something. I think it is so like, I don't want to know that. Like that makes me I think it's so weird. Thank you. All my friends are like, no, it's flattering because he likes you and only wants to like jerk off to you. I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't want to be jerked off know. to you. I, I don't actually don't. Know. Like do your thing. I think it's great. But also I just I- don't think I would necessarily would like to know. I also just like don't think that that's flat. Like I don't think that that's a nice thing. I'm like, oh, because when I think about men, <laughs> I think, I think about it's a men, nice thing. I just don't know if I would like to be like, no, oh, yeah, tell me more. Because like, I'm sorry. Okay, women like masturbating. It's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like gorgeous. We have these like lovely little toys, and they're beautiful and like whatever. Men jerking off is the <laughs> grossest thing. Oh my god, they're so like angry. They're like grabbing their dick, and it's like, like it looks like they're strangling it. Like, oh, do god. not do that and think <laughs> about me. I don't want to be associated <laughs> with that whole situation. Like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're so funny. Um, <laughs> am I wrong? So I don't know. Like, I don't know. Watch all the porn you want and leave me out of it. <laughs> Dead. So long story short, um, I totally think your reaction is valid. Like, I would have been upset too. It's a very jarring thing to walk into. Um, and I understand the places that your brain went. But like, I think it's okay and I think it's going to be okay. Just like talk through it and, and see what uh, see what you can build from here. Like see mm-hmm. like what positive directions you can go in from this. I agree. It's yeah. actually not bad. I actually think this is like in a way a good thing and it will just make you guys like be closer and like more intimate and it's actually, you know, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> everything does happen for a reason. And you know what? Everybody watches porn so it's going to be yeah. fine. Like, um and maybe if that's something like you're not super comfortable with, that that's also fine. But totally. you know, it's a good thing to like talk about. So yeah. it's gonna be okay. I'm sorry that you're having a hard time, but I promise, I promise it's gonna be okay. Um and besties, I think that that's our episode for today. Um Donna, do you have a song of the week? Ooh, yes. Give me, give me by Abba. Always. <laughs> give me, give me my album. Oh, wait, I love that actually. 
honestly, best. okay, it's the best song for um, like strutting, like walking oh, down yeah. the street, like a nice, oh, like yeah. good walking pace. It's like the perfect <laughs> walking pace. Okay, it's I'm adding my favorite. It to the playlist. Literally my favorite. It's such a good song. Um, and obviously my song has to be from Midnight's. You know what? My song this week is Paris by Taylor Swift just because I've been really loving the, uh, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok trend where it's like people pretending to be on FaceTime and they're like, your ex-friend's sister saw some guy at a club and he kissed her and like doing I the saw. whole intro part. <laughs> like, I like that. That makes me laugh every time. So that is our song of the week. And my sweet, sweet friends, if you like the show, if you like me, feel free to subscribe, leave a nice little review. Uh, and if you like me, you can find me on Instagram at Ellie underscore Schnitt, TikTok at Ellie Schnitt, and Twitter at Holy underscore Schnitt, though God knows how long Twitter is going to be around. And Donna, where can they find you? So it's just my name, Donna Hassan, Donna spell like Dana. And yeah, it's literally the same on all platforms. Tried to keep it smart. Consistent. Unlike me, I was like, I have a hundred different but- things. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're keeping it like fun and like For spicy sure. at all times um so make sure to give her a follow if you like taylor swift you can listen to my taylor swift podcast taylor talk and i hope you guys have the best week it's uh it's november already which is crazy uh i hope you're having a good fall even though it's 100 fucking degrees outside and yeah next week i want to talk a little bit about black friday shopping and ideas of where to shop so if you have any thoughts feelings etc feel free to send those into my dms and also if you want to leave a voicemail the number is 847-282-0462 that's also linked on my instagram profile along with a link to my discord server and yes besties i love you guys so 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 much i hope you have the best day ever and as always have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you're doing i hope it's a great one and i will catch you on the next drive bye bye Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.